Good morning, class. It is good to be with you here this Easter Sunday morning when we will be going into the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, where we have an accounting of the women who went to the grave that Sunday morning, bright and early. But uh, if you have a Sunday school book, uh, turn, be turning to page 62 in your book. And if you don't have one, that's fine. You can use your Bible. Just open your Bible to chapter 24 of the Gospel of Luke. Uh, these are interesting times that we are in and that we're going through together. And uh, a lot of unknowns are out there right now. And as we study this Sunday school lesson for Easter Sunday morning, we can learn that when we have fears, it's mostly because we do not have faith. And it's also a combination of things. Not only are, do we have a lack of faith, but a lack of the Word of God. And we're going to see that as we see this lesson unfold before us. Uh, Corey Tinboon said this, Never be afraid to trust an unknown with a known God. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to an unknown to a known God. And I said that wrong that time, and I apologize. Uh, let's go to page 62 in our books, or we're going to go to uh, Luke chapter 24 right now. And uh, before we start, let's, go, let's pray together. Father in heaven, bless this time together as we study your word. Open our minds and our hearts to these truths that you have laid out for us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, all right, we're looking at this Easter story this morning. Uh, that that's a lesson that talks about when the ladies came early that Sunday morning. Now, the Easter story has a significant place in the history of the world. Uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most important event that has ever occurred in this world. It affects every one of us because without the resurrection, we're to be a pitied above all men. And uh, we're reminded that... Uh, the story of Jesus is the greatest story ever told, and the resurrection is the high point, point of this amazing story of Jesus Christ. Each of the four Gospels ends with the amazing news that Jesus had been raised from the dead. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I'm just privileged to be teaching this about Luke today. All four Gospel writers included the story of the women who went to the tomb early that Sunday morning and that they discovered that the tomb was empty. I'm reading scripture from the Sunday School lesson, uh, which is the Christian Standard Version. But if you don't have that version, don't worry about it. If you're reading it in the NIV or King James or New King James, it's the same words, just a little bit different uh, word that might be used, but it says the same thing. Now, in order to really get into chapter 24, we need to step back a little bit to chapter 23, the, the last two verses that are there to get a picture of what's actually happened here. Uh, in chapter 23, it uh, uh, recounts that kangaroo court where Jesus was falsely charged and, and then the cruel crucifixion as his mother stood there and watched her son die that breaks her heart. And you know the story of Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus who got permission from Pilate to uh, take the body and, uh, and bury Jesus in that tomb that belonged to Joseph of Arimathea. And they did as quickly as they could because sundown was coming and it would become the Sabbath and they could not do any work on the Sabbath. So they were hurrying and did a hurried job on that. Uh, now, 
Uh, I was just going to point out too that the difference in the the Jewish days and hours. Their day goes from sunset to sunset, where our days go from midnight to midnight. So they the sun was setting there that uh, Good Friday evening. So they were in a hurry, and the women knew this. The ones who had followed him from Galilee. Uh, listen, I'm going back to chapter 23, uh, verses uh, 55 and 56. The women who had come with him, Jesus, from Galilee followed along and observed the tomb and how his body was placed. They wanted to know where they would return to to take care of the, the final anointing of his body. Verse 56 of chapter 23. Then they returned and prepared spices and perfumes, and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment, the fourth commandment. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And they were obedient to that. Now, let's go to chapter 24, verse 1. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, I believe the sun was just coming up, they came to the tomb bringing the spices they had prepared. Now this verse that we just read tells us something about these ladies uh, who had been followers of Christ all the way from Galilee and had been listening and seeing the miracles and the teachings. Uh, they were disappointed when he died because they really thought he was going to deliver Israel from the Roman rule. Uh, here's a truth you and, and I uh, can understand as we read this story. When we go seeking to serve Christ, be prepared for surprises, for the unusual to show up, and what you may see as a disappointment may be a complete joy-filled experience and surprise. Have your heart ready, in other words. Things are not always going to work out the way we expect them to work. Uh, look what's going on right now in this world. Uh, we're no longer to meet together, to worship together, and uh, we don't know when this is going to end and we'll be able to come back together. Do you suppose God is working something special? I believe He is. Could it be that He wants to get each of us alone so He can have some time with us alone? And I believe, personally, that what He is doing, He is enriching the hearts of every Christian who loves Him for a desire to be back in worship together and also to give us that strong, deep desire to see people come into the kingdom of heaven because in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, he said, He would that all men would be saved. And that's his heart, and we want to have the heart of God, and that would be to see people come into the kingdom. And I believe he's doing that with us because people are ready. They're, they're hearing the gospel now more than ever. They're going online and listening to things. Uh, now again, uh, we've got to look at something unexpected that happened. Uh, verse 2 of chapter 24 of Luke. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb when they got there. On the way to the tomb, as they were going there, they found themselves uh, asking this question to one another. It says, who will we get to roll the stone away from us? Now we do find out that in... Uh, that this was probably a, a stone that weighed over two tons, so I don't know if they were going to try to coerce those guards that were guarding it to roll the stone for them or, or just what, but they had not really planned that, and they didn't have a good plan anyway because they were on the wrong, going to the tomb for the wrong reason, not to see the risen Savior, but to anoint the dead body. Uh, Matthew 28, uh, verse 2 tells us who rolled the stone away. It was an angel, and when he rolled the stone away with a great earthquake, he sat on the stone, and those brave soldiers that were guarding the tomb were put to sleep. Isn't this a neat th thought to think about? That when we are serving God, He will sometimes prepare the way for us before we get there, as He knows 
our weaknesses. Uh, this is a lesson in learning to trust Him as we serve Him. We need to learn that, to trust Him as we serve Him. The second surprise with a disappointment in it is uh, verse 3. It reads like this. They went in to the tomb, but found the body of the Lord Jesus was gone. Now, these ladies had a plan, but God had a much greater plan. Isaiah 55 verse 9 reminds us of this truth. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Let's remember, we can trust Him with things. And when they, those things seem not to be going right, we can trust Him. We can trust Him when things are not going right. Just keep on serving Him. Now, here's a third surprise they came across in verse 4. While they were perplexed about this, well, now this word perplexed means they were at a total loss. Suddenly, two men stood by them in daz dazzling clothes. That's the word they used in the, this version I'm reading. Now, that word dazzling is an interesting word in the Greek. It means shining like lightning. So that was quite some clothes to, to be wearing that it was just dazzling and shooting forth lightning bolts as it would be. Uh, all right, let's look at verse 4. Uh, the, well, the fourth uh, surprise that comes in verses 5 through 9 as we look at this. He's alive. That's what they learned that morning. So the women were terrified and, and bowed to the ground. The same thing you and I would have done had we been there that day. Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Asked the men. He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was in Galilee, saying, It is necessary, necessary that the Son of Man be betrayed into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and rise on the third day. And they remembered his words. Returning from the tomb, they reported all these things to the eleven and all the rest. In other words, when they got back to that upper room, they not only found the eleven, but there were other disciples, followers of Christ who were there with them. It was, could have been a pretty crowded room, but uh, they were talking about all these things that went on. Now, listen to this. Not only do we need to be prepared for surprises when we are seeking to serve Christ, but we also need to... Uh, find that no one believes the gospel until they experience a first-hand relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's because this relationship with Christ is just that. It's a personal relationship, and it comes through meeting Him. But that does not excuse us from sharing the gospel because it is our responsibility we have been commanded to be sharing the gospel as we go. And... Uh, and we do share, and we leave the heart transformation up to the Holy Spirit. Now let's look at verses uh, 10 through 12. Verse 10 of chapter 24. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, and the mother of James, and the other women with them were telling the apostle these things. Now, when it, uh, I believe when Luke listed these four names of these uh, different four ladies and then said there were other ladies, I believe the reason he mentioned Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James the Lesser, was because they were the ones that Luke, the historian, went to to get the information about uh, what had happened that day and what had transpired. So he's relating that and he kind of like gave them credit for their, their uh, opinion and their views and what they had seen. Oh, I was going to mention this too. These women 
were the first humans to begin to spread the good news that Jesus was risen. Isn't that a neat thought? Verse 11. But these words seemed like nonsense to them, the disciples, and they did not believe the women. This is the only time in the Bible that word nonsense is used. What it, what it means is it's like someone who has a high fever and they have delirium. So that's the way they were looking at this. Uh, they couldn't believe uh, this, that they had, had an encounter with Jesus until they had their own encounter themselves. Now, what, let's watch this as this theme changes a little bit as Peter is there. And you remember Peter was like number one of these apostles. Jesus would always say Peter first. Peter, however, verse 12 says, got up and ran to the tomb. tomb. When he stooped to look in, he saw only the linen clothes. So he went away amazed at what had happened. And John tells us uh, in his gospel that he ran with Peter and beat him to the tomb because he was younger and could run faster. I don't know why he threw that in there. I guess he was bragging about he could run faster. Uh, now, this is what we look at. That when we go seeking to serve the Lord, that we can run into surprises and problems and things that disappoint us. But we don't quit. We trust Him. And also, we, we have to learn that uh, the only way someone is going to believe the gospel is we're going to share it and we're going to be praying for them that the Holy Spirit will step in and intervene in their hearts and change their hearts. Now here's something else that we need to look at, a third point. The resurrection of Jesus Christ gives us hope in difficult times. Truly, truly it does. Now, I'm going into chapter 24 a little farther and uh, remember that Jesus had an encounter or well, the people on the uh, Emmaus Road, two disciples who were going home, the seven-mile trip back to their home from Jerusalem to Emmaus, ran into a stranger on the road who they thought, wow, how unusual. He doesn't know what's going on. And uh, a fellow named Cleophas, one of the two, said, but we were hoping that he was the one to redeem Israel. Now you notice what he said. He had lost hope. They were losing hope. He said in past tense, we were hoping. We no longer have hope is what he said. But that day, they had that encounter with Jesus Christ and hope was sent back to them. Um, they were thinking that they would be delivered from the Roman rule. And that's what they were all hoping for an earthly Messiah to take over. But what they found was a heavenly Messiah who delivered them from sin and death so they would never ever have to fear the wrath of God when they put their faith in Jesus Christ. And I pray you will have a blessed and just a wonderful Easter with your family, even if it has to be over video or over your, your cell phones or however you do that. May God bless you richly in Jesus' name. And we say this in his name. Amen. Have a great day.